debates, roasting, and fun in Jeet Nation's newest podcast, Breaking Ring Rust. And it starts right now. Due to technical difficulties, we will be joining this episode of Breaking Wing Rust already in progress. So, next up, we've got the WWE uh, earlier this month purchased Evolve Wrestling. And my question to you, because I have no idea, how do you think they're going to use it, if at all? If they use it at all, which history has shown they won't. But if they do, it would be smart to just turn it into NXT UK. Use okay. what they have established going forward as far as house shows, um, any type of uh, TV deals or anything they have in place. Mm-hmm. And just use it for NXT UK and use any wrestlers that were under contract to evolve. Mm-hmm. that are not already with WWE uh, to graft them in. Um, you know, WWE still doesn't have, the, in my opinion, the best English wrestler in the world today. Okay. Want to guess who that is? I think, um... No, who would that... Who are you thinking of? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Here's a hint. He uh, he normally wrestles for New Japan. Oh, Osprey? Okay, I didn't think so. No. Um. Oh, you talking about um? Oh, how can I, how how could I be so silly? Um, I can see his face in my head. Uh. Yeah, I know. I I know. Zack Saber Junior. Zack Saber Junior. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Zack Saber is a fantastic wrestler. He, um, I've been a fan of his since I saw his match with Cody, and mm. uh, uh, back in I guess early 2017. Um, in yeah. my opinion, it was the match of the month uh, for January of 2017. Even though a lot of people said it was Omega Okada, I thought that match was really overrated. Um, but Sabre Jr. and Cody, uh, I thought was the match of the month that month. Okay. It's hard to, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Omega Kata was good, but I thought, um, I thought Jericho did a better job with, uh, Omega than, well, than Omega did with Okada. That's because Jericho made him be more serious and wouldn't let him take silly bumps and not sell them and things like that. True. No. Uh, as good as Okada is, uh, he he does let people get away with some stupid stuff. Well, it's Japan. I mean, they they incorporate things but, but that per- allow more silly things than. But it didn't used to be that way in New Japan. In That's New true. Japan, in all Japan, you got serious wrestling, you got serious Peroso, mm-hmm. and and that was why I liked it because it was almost like. 
watching something that was real because of the way they did things and the way they sold things and it was the closest thing to quote unquote real i agree right and now they're like oh well, let's take these things from these outlaw mud shows that are here in japan and incorporate them in on a legitimate thing and it's just dumb and you have a lot of silly stuff in new japan it used to be new japan was like the the place mm-hmm. and now it's you you have people who wouldn't have been wrestling there 20 years ago oh definitely or 30 years ago because 15 years ago i mean because in in the 90s the young bucks and will osprey would have never been there at least not doing what they do Mm -hmm. because it defeated the whole purpose of the japanese style of wrestling right because and, and this is my understanding i heard this quite a few times that the fans know that it's work um, or that it's not a full competition, but they believe the moves are as powerful as they are. They, as they can be, right. A- and, and therefore, if you are able to kick out of it, then, you're, then that's a testament to your courage and your bravery. So that's why Misawa would only use Tiger Driver 91 mm-hmm. sparingly, because it was a, 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 a beyond a kill shot. Right. You know? And you knew if he hit that... It was over. Yeah. Dude's life might be over. Right. So uh, it was a completely different thing because then you knew, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, these moves hurt. And that's why they sold. And now if if you look at Omega Okada, there's a table spot, like a backdrop over the top rope through the tables. And it's – and it just – the way it was done, the way it was sold, w- was not New Japan to me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Makes total sense. And I mean, here's the thing. I, you know, my opinion on Kenny Omega is that when he's serious, he's he's very good. I'm not going to say he's one of the best, but he's very good. Yes. And there are dream matches I would have loved to have seen. Him and Savage, him and Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, he... I've talked about him and Savage for oh him and Steamboat Man that would have been fun, but if you uh, but when he gets in his little silly moods, it's embarrassing. As a wrestling fan, it's one of those things that I see and I go, I hope nobody sees me watching this because <laughs> I don't want them to think this is what I like. It's kind of right. like kind of like when whenever anything with with Joey Ryan's spots came up. I'd be mm. like, I don't want people to think, or even Shakara stuff where they would snake charm people and right. do dance routines and stuff like that. I'd be like, I don't want people to see this and think this is what I like. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about that match. We're really off topic now, but no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it, it makes sense, and um, yeah, I, mean, I I kind of agree with you. I think uh, you know, there is a lot of potential in the evolved brand if they decide to use it or not, which like you said, they probably won't. Um, but it, you know, there's, there's potential there. And I just, I was kind of surprised personally that, you know, Vince decided to swallow up into the territory. It's like, you know, I thought you were done with that, bro. But, you know, apparently. Unless they're wanting their TV clearances or their, or just people they have under contract or the pre-sold house shows, that type thing. 
Maybe, yeah. You know, but I, I don't see him using, if he didn't use ECW, and I know people go, he had ECW, yeah, five years after they went out of business. Um, and yeah. he didn't use WCW right when they first were coming in and it would have been viable, uh, then he's not going to use Evolve. Yeah, because WCW, WCW and ECW still have more cachet and name power and brand recognition than involved us. So that was he, the word I was exactly about yeah. to use. So if he was going to establish another brand or to make NXT back into developmental as a brand, then he would use one of those properties he already owns. Yeah. Here's my thing. If you know, Vince will leave money on the table for his own personal reasons mm. and you know, he, he did do two ECW reunion shows that were a big deal for fans, especially the first one. Yes. And he did bring ECW back as a brand. But clearly, out of spite, he never did anything with WCW. You can't tell me if in the first 10 years he had done a WCW reunion and brought in Goldberg and mm -hmm. DDP and Hall and Nash, who he could have gotten very easily, and possibly oh, yeah. Hogan. And they already had Flair and done a WCW reunion show that people wouldn't have paid for that. Oh, they would have paid for it. I mean, not only those names. I mean, he had Booker T. He had um, he had Helms. He had um, he had he had Kidman. He had um, well, if he would have let Helms drop the the hurricane and come back as Sugar Shane, Sugar Shane for a night. Yeah. Know. That would he been. he probably and, and then they had Shannon Moore, so they could have um they probably could have gotten Evan Courageous for one night and had a three account reunion. Maybe no, no, nobody maybe, no, nobody maybe, needs that. Maybe, nobody maybe, needs that. Maybe There's no one demanding a three count uh, reunion or Evan Courageous. I promise you that. Maybe even um get Tank Abbott to appear as the super fan. And I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Maybe Tank Abbott was great when he was dancing to three cow. Yeah, but it's hard to take the guy seriously ever again after that. You know, no, no, it's not. He he ruined his I, entire career after that. And I he don't think he, too. I don't think he won an MMA match after that. He didn't. He ruined his entire career wrestling yeah. and MMA after that. It was it was yeah. a wrap. Yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely could. You could have. You could. Have, I think he had. No, this was before Scott Steiner, but he could. That would have been a great way to bring Scott in. Um, Rick probably would have made a one-time, you know, appearance. Uh, he had a lot of WCW guys on on the roster at that at that time. Jericho and Jericho, yeah, and he had Jericho. He had Malenko as an agent. They could have dusted off their feud for a night. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, I mean, obviously during that window, he still could have used you know, um, you know, Benoit and. Uh, and, and Eddie, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he, there, there's so he, much he could terror, have done. Terror Rising could have made an appearance. You know what? I was always a big Terror Rising fan. Or Vinny Vegas could have made an appearance. That would have been great. <laughs> hey, yo, Tommy, come here. Tommy, come here. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you're right. I mean, there's, I mean, to me, I still think if, if Adam Cole, and, you know, came out with the big gold belt and said that he didn't want to be on the quote-unquote main roster because it sucks and it's not real wrestling, it's not classical or whatever, 
and said, you know, he was starting, uh, him and the Undisputed Era were, especially when they all had the belts, like if they just swapped them all for WCW belts and said, you know what, we're starting WCW and, you know, come join us. And they went and started recruiting a bunch of people like, um, like the revival before they left, you know, and, you know, more traditional style that would have worked and people would have even bought it as a brand. Yeah, it wouldn't have been WCW, but I, I do think they need to bring the big gold belt back because it has such a history. And it was the title that, aside from the domed globe, has had the most history as far mm-hmm. as being around. Uh, and when you look at that belt, signify the NWA, WCW, and WWE at one point. Yeah. It needs to come back uh, in some capacity. Uh, I don't know what capacity, but yeah, it needs to come back in some capacity. Only get a universal title wouldn't make any sense. Well, the, the, the titles now don't look like titles to me. They're very different. Yeah, I mean, I should say the world titles don't. They look like something I would have made with cardboard, and they don't look like championships. There's not enough gold on them. There's not enough silver. There's not enough flash to them to say this means something. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I, I like the I'm I'm on, I like some of the design, but I understand what you're saying, which is why I kind of like the. The uh, the new U.S. belt uh, a bit more than a lot of the newer ones because it's heavier on the gold. Yeah. Than, than well, that colors. that um, is a good belt. Really like that one. I thought they did a good job. I don't understand. I guess I kind of understand why MVP revealed it because he's a a throwback for the previous U.S. champions, but. Yeah. You would think you would reveal a new belt on your current U.S. champion, you know, to go figure. So last small topic uh, before we get to the big ones is that uh, Impact has released their champion, Tessa Blanchard. She not only was uh, stuck in Mexico, but she refused uh, apparently to record promos and send them in as impact had asked. And with that and her not being willing to try to leave Mexico at all for some of their, their shows, she is no longer employed there. And rumor has it that the WWE has sent uh, feelers out to Tessa in hopes of possibly citing her and getting her to Florida. Here's what I'll say. Okay. WWE might sign her. I'm not saying it's impossible. I do think it's unlikely, though. Mm-hmm. And here's why. They could have signed her a couple of years ago yeah. when they had her at the May Young Classic. They could have signed her. She made a scene at the Performance Center. She did. Allegedly was taken out by security or what have you, but she was she was escorted off the property, not willingly. They said she was quite belligerent, I guess. Right. So that had to leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Also, so they could have probably signed her at any point between then and when she signed with Impact. And, and it, But she has 
already made a, a scene while she was working with them. Mm. And then uh, we have the accusations coming out against her of racism, mm. of bullying. Um, bullying, all these things that WWE is supposed to be against with right. be a star. I, I I don't see it happening, at least not now. Um, maybe if Tessa went somewhere, and, and I don't see it happening when she's quote unquote refusing to do the right thing right. on her way out of of you know impact because what's to keep them from thinking, okay, if we get her and she's the Raw Women's Champion, she's just going to walk out without dropping the belt. Dropping the belt, right? All right, and turn around go, now. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised for Impact to hire her back because Impact is pretty much the very definition of a dog returning to its own vomit. So, I mean, they've done it plenty of times. I mean, how many shots have they given Austin Aries? Three, maybe four. Too many, you know. Too many, yeah. Yeah. So, and, they gave, and they gave, I think, you know, Jeff like Hardy. A couple, yeah. Yeah. So. I could see her going right back there um, or there shortly. I think if WWE's going to sign her, it's going to have to be after she does a mea culpa, mm. shows that she has changed as a person. She's willing to do the right thing. She's willing to do what she needs to do at other promotions. Um, having said that, uh, to me, as far as being a worker, mm -hmm. a promo, Tessa Blanchard is hands down the best female worker in the business. She can she can wrestle like a guy. She can wrestle guys and make it believable. She ha has a great promo. She's got that sneer that Tully has, mm -hmm. you know, that can make you hate her. At the same time, people can get behind her because she's gorgeous. So, I mean, there's a over. I mean. Uh, Top to bottom, I know a lot of people are going to go, no, no, it's Charlotte Flair, but no, Tessa Blanchard, if you've seen her work, work circles around Charlotte Flair in my book. Okay. So, hypothetically. Definitely promos, too. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah well, That's one thing Charlotte didn't inherit yeah, she, from her father. No, and then every time, and, and even in, even the good ones, she screws it up when she does her horrible woos. Yeah, her oh. woos are, are <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah. That didn't. That definitely didn't pass down either. Um, so hypothetically, if if Tessa's brought in, is she brought in as a face or as a heel? Um, a heel. She's a Blanchard. Okay. And Let then, her get over hot as a heel, and once she's hot as a heel, turn her baby face. And then the other thing is Blanchard. The name, the Blanchard name, is always looked as below obviously below the flair name so do you think vince would push that and make her work with you know charlotte as far as you know a a four horse woman on screen Here, or he, or would he, they he have him feuded and have you know a blanchard finally be over a flair here's what i would do with it i would have if i'm looking at things the way they are right now Mm -hmm. I would have Charlotte as a heel, unite Becky and Sasha, and say, we're the horsewomen. Okay. This is our legacy, blah, blah, blah. And then Tessa comes out and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no horsewomen. It, it's, yeah. It, you know, you need, 
you know, it, you've got a flare, but you need a Blanchard. It's my legacy as much as yours and have her um, come in working with them, but then build up the flare and Blanchard trying to one up each other. Okay. You know, even show some old clips. Um, like there's one where uh, Flair was a face, Tully was a heel, this pre-horseman. Mm -hmm. And Tully comes out and just uh, rips his, the, the tuck seat off of Flair, you know, saying, I'm going to tear, I'm going to destroy all your stuff until you give me a title shot, you know. Do everything they can showing because Flair and Tully did feud at one time. Right you know show some stuff from that era and then pull it into the modern era and keep her with them for a good six months so she can overshadow bailey she can overshadow sasha mm -hmm. and maybe uh maybe bailey oh. loses the say bailey drops some women's uh the the, the smackdown championship mm -hmm. and then tessa takes it off of whoever she beat so now you got the Charlotte say going in as the raw women's champion. Mm -hmm. So now you've got both women's champions and the tag champions under one stable. But now people start saying maybe on commentary, well, it looks like Tessa might be better than Charlotte. Flair might be getting surpassed by a Blanchard mm -hmm. and then have Charlotte cost Tessa that turn her face. And then you get a good feud out of the two of them. That would I would like to. That would be dope. I literally just made that up as I was going along. That was excellent work. Before we move on to our main topic uh, of today, we promised you to give you some details last time uh, about our first ever giveaway. So to recap, we are giving a Young Bucks Bullet Club Edition Funko Pop, and there will be a picture on the Geek Nation page with the directions that we're going to give you, but you breaking ring rust listeners are going to hear how to win it first. Now, each action you do is going to give you one entry and completing all actions will give you an additional five. Now, here's how you can get an entry by either liking or following Geek Nation on our social media extension so that's facebook twitter youtube and twitch.tv you can also get an entry by subscribing to breaking ring rust and an additional one if you subscribe to our sister podcast the original jig podcast and if you write a review for either podcast that gives you an additional entry and to show that you subscribed or gave a review you can simply do a screenshot and send a message um, or dm to show that you subscribed show that you gave a review so doing all of those subscribing to both liking all on all of the social medias and writing reviews will get you an additional five entries for the young bucks funko pop giveaway and that giveaway will be done at the end of the month. So July 31st will be the last day to enter for the giveaway. All right. Yes, that is it. Look at that. Look, look at the Vanna White work that you're doing there. Fantastic. <laughs> 
All right, so off the fun, interesting, the fun, I should say, topics. These ones are not fun and a bit more serious. And that is the hashtag speaking out that has been going on over the past few weeks on Twitter. But mainly it's been, at least from what I've seen in the trend, it's really been impacting the world of wrestling. Uh, so if anyone listening doesn't know, um, essentially on Twitter, I, someone posted that they were the victim of um, essentially sexual assault and started naming names. And this started really impacting British wrestling. A lot of names started being dropped person after person started saying, hey, this guy did this to me, this guy did this to me, this wrestler did this to me. And then it stopped being a uh, British thing and it became just a wrestling thing. And there have been three larger names that I wanted to bring up uh, because of the potential impact um, on legacy and the business as a whole. Now, before we go into this, I'm gonna put it out there we're not taking sides. We want the truth and we want justice for people who were victimized. So if someone did it, we want that victim to get their justice. If someone was lied on, we want that person to get their justice and their due. So this isn't about um, saying that this person is guilty because we're not judge, jury, or executioner. Um, so with that said, First name. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to state my opinion. The majority of these men are guilty. Hashtag believe women. I'm definitely not going to state my opinion that I wasn't surprised at a lot of the names I saw on there. Definitely uh, not surprised on some of these names. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm definitely uh, not going to state my opinion that I hope they burn in hell. So that that being said, I'm not stating my opinion on any of that. We're, we're, no, we're not, not judging stating. them. We're not judging them. We're not saying they're guilty. They are. Um, we're not saying the women are telling the truth. They are. So the, the first name. I meant to wear my hashtag believe women shirt and I forgot to. I see. Look at that. You slipping. So the, the first thing, first name, and I think it's probably the biggest thing that's been dropped uh, is your is the Olympic champion Kurt Angle accused of? I'll say multiple atrocities um, by former Impact uh, employee. I don't recall her ever. I mean, she did work a little bit. Um, Raka Khan, who was more yeah, she was there for a cup of coffee. Yeah, cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, I think she's probably most well known um, as the one-time valet of Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Um, I don't recall her actually ever working in the ring, but she might have. Uh, if she did, I, I probably just ignored it because the knockouts division wasn't so hot at that time outside of Gail Kim. Uh, so Kurt Angle and her had a relationship um, and she also has been very vocal. Like she, she did not just come out during this move, you know, this trend. She's been levying uh, accusations against Kurt Angle for for a couple of years now. Uh, but impact-wise, as far as in the business and legacy, what is 
Kurt Angle is a huge name that I did not expect to see. No, certainly not. Um, I did not expect to see Kurt Angle's name, and he was the one I was most surprised by. Uh, although at the time that it was happening, Kurt wasn't at his This was during best. the... Yes, yeah, so um, I hate to use this term, but it's very common in the wrestling world. This was going on during the Perk Angle Mm-hmm. Um, years where Kurt Angle was abusing a lot of prescription and non-prescription drugs, Percocet being one of them. Okay, let me clear something up. If it's a prescription drug and you don't have a prescription for it, it's just drugs. Okay, it's just drugs. Yes, if but you was, ain't got a prescription, he was for abusing it. all of the drugs. Unfortunately, yeah. the, the 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 prescribed and non-prescribed, which is why I made that distinction. But you are correct. The Percocet, he was not. Uh, from what I know, he was not prescribed those, but he was abusing them regardless. Um, so that and that era is the only is what gives me pause, you know, regarding as far as how real this is because and Kurt has had a stellar reputation, but those years were pretty dark. Um, and also, let's not leave out that. Eric Engel has not been the nicest person we saw recently on video, him um, abusing a child that he was uh, coaching. Um, So it's not like it's something that's not possible, but his name being the biggest one, Matt, I wonder is what that, what does that do for legacy? What does that do for uh, the future? Is that going to keep Vince from you know using him in the future if he brings him back promoting him like what's that going to do for for wrestling i think a lot of it's gonna i think it's too soon to call any of that because a lot of it's gonna be how does it end up coming out in the end is there any type of resolution to this does does angle come out and just keep and unequivocally deny it and stick with that and or does he at some point say you know what you know, this was during a bad time in my life and, you know, maybe I don't remember this, but it's possible that it happened and I want to change everything. Well, he's denying things like... Right, well, that's why I said at some point does he say it it could have happened. I'm not going to say it didn't happen because realistically it could have and that's on me. Um, And I want to make things right. Um, if he does, then there's more of a hope. There's also, if he, the, the, I guess you could say hope, maybe not the right word, that if he just doesn't um, face the music, that Vince will uh, consider him guilt, uh, innocent until proven guilty and, mm-hmm. uh, and let him go. Because this is not the, um, this is not the, you know, the situation like Hogan where they had him on video right. saying stuff. Correct. Where now the thing is she he's denied even having a relationship with her where, you know, she's got pictures of him visiting her family, you know, them sitting cut up on a couch, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Chicago. You well, know. They went out together. I mean there's pictures of them at, at different shows and stuff like that together. Yeah. yeah. But you know for what it's a show compared to 
you know, hey, this is you know, no, that was like an award show. The two of them went together where he took her as his date. Okay, so, I saw a picture of it. Okay, I don't think I've seen that one then. <clears throat> but that uh, I was unaware of them having any, any type of relationship, so that was the first thing I saw about it and saw the picture where they appeared to be at like an award show. He's wearing, you know, tux and she's wearing a ball gown and there he's got his yes, arm around her. I've seen that. And and I hadn't seen or heard that at all either. Um, she is actually in a Facebook group, a wrestling Facebook group that I'm in as well. And I saw her post that picture um, as well as the pictures of, you know, him on her family's couch and such. And, you know, you know, more um, behind the scenes, you know, not yeah. paparazzi caught images. So there was obviously there was definitely, even though he denied the relationship, there was definitely a relationship there. Yeah. Methinks he does protest too much. It seems like it. So your your thought impact wise is that Vince gives him the benefit of the doubt. If if he well I said he gives him the benefit of the doubt. If he never, uh, right, or nothing ever comes out proving and going, yeah, he, he did, in fact, do this. Gotcha. Okay. So next up takes us to the independent circuit. Um, and this one, I was, I guess I was surprised, but he's not, obviously, doesn't have the same level of exposure. Um, but Mike Quackenbush... Um, went on Twitter and said that he had been accused and subsequently because of this um, he is shutting down Shakara. Well at least some good news came out of this. Yes we know how much you love that promotion. Yeah I like seeing a bunch of dorks in their pajamas dancing with each other in the middle of a ring. Oh well now Shutting down Shakara, the promotion also includes shutting down the school, and the school has produced quite a lot of talent. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Quackenbush working with WWE not long ago down at the Performance Center? Uh, I think he guest lectured a couple of times. I, I'm pretty sure Lexi talked about working with him when she was injured. I, I, I think he guest lectured a couple of times, but nothing like on staff to my understanding let me throw it in the google machine check the google machine there but you know a lot of talent's been under his tutelage i was almost under his tutelage like he's had a big impact Okay, WNB in 2016, he began to work for them as a guest trainer and coach. In yep. November of 2018, he returned to WNB's Performance Center to train Alex Brillis during her injury. Yep. So, a couple shots here and there. Yeah. So he was doing something pretty routinely in 2016, and then he came back specifically to work with Lexi. Okay. Not that Shakara as a promotion was making waves, but to me, the school part, that that's potentially, not there's a, a lack of wrestling schools, but he turned, that school turned out a lot of talent. You know, Cesaro, 
Um, I know, I mean, even though a lot of credit for Daniel Bryan goes to HBK school, he was there as well. Um, A lot of people came through there. A lot of good workers have come through there. Yeah, uh, wrestlers that Mike Quagenbush has had a hand, at least a hand in training. Um, look, got a list here. Alistair Black, Alexa Bliss. Um, let's see here. Who's male? Cesaro. Yep. Chad Gable. Uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, Orange Cassidy. I wouldn't brag about that one. Um, let's say Dorado. You know you love everything freshly squeezed. Stop Hey, I like fresh squeezed orange, but I don't like anything about Orange Cassidy. You know, and here here is why. If back in the days when wrestling was real quote-unquote, he'd have tried his little duck and put my hands in my pockets, little move, and an Arn Anderson or an Ole Anderson would have stopped right in the middle of the ring and clocked him in the face, and you, that would have been the end of that. He wouldn't have tried that back then. Like, it wouldn't... Like nobody would be trying real. it now. It's There's- stupid. A lot of people disagree with you on the on the comedic side of that, you know. If they want comedy, watch Seinfeld. Okay, wrestling is wrestling, and there's a place for comedy in wrestling, but not that type of comedy. I mean, you didn't enjoy when Penta rocked him to sleep. No. <laughs> no, and it made me lose some respect for Penta. So. No, that is not when you when you take I'm talking about this more when you take the audience out of their sense of disbelief and go, okay, yeah, this is all a joke, then you don't then you're negating the business. And I've talked about it before, same as mainstream movies, okay? Um, I used Avengers before. I watched uh, I watched Rise of Skywalker the other day. Now, here's the thing. I've seen behind-the-scenes things. I know how they do some of the things. I know how they make the lightsaber spark and all that stuff. But when I'm watching it, I'm not sitting there going, oh, my gosh, well, here's how they did that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I know this was CGI. And, oh, no, they're just really standing in front of a green screen. I didn't do that. Why? Because I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to believe it. And they did a good job of convincing me what I saw happening was happening. They didn't stop in the middle of it and go, wink, wink, here's what we're going to do. This is so fake right here. They didn't do that. They don't do that in Avengers. They don't do that in any good movie. They don't even uh, do it in Dave Batista movies. <laughs> well, they should. <laughs> um, well, none of those are good movies. Um, how, okay, but you said, okay, but. Yes, Stuber was truly robbed at the Academy <laughs> Awards. Um, however, when it's, when it's blatantly, I mean, when the point is that it's not real, like, like, okay, like you gave a movie example, Deadpool is completely all that. I mean, how many times did he break the fourth wall? Um, well, here's the thing though. 
Deadpool broke the fourth wall, but did he ever sit there and go, here's how we're doing, look how fake this shooting scene is? No, because the violent scenes in Deadpool were violent. They were more violent than they were in Avengers. One right. reason it was rated R. But they, they told you, like, they told you that during the opening credits when they're like, hey, this is starring this guy and this CGI guy and, and this guy. Like they, they, they're telling, they're throwing it in your face. Right. It's part However, of the did you not, did you sit there when you watch Deadpool and go, oh, this is so fake? Or did you get into it and go, yeah, this is fun? That was the point. It's, it's fun. Right. <laughs> but if during one of the scenes you saw Deadpool, you saw Ryan Reynolds and his stuntman switch out, like right on screen, would that not take you out of it and take away some of your enjoyment from it? Oh, yeah, of course. To me, that's the exact same thing they're doing. Because you can't have a show like AEW where you have Cody and Jericho and even uh, Hangman and go, okay, this is real. When they're in the ring, it's real. It's tough. They hate each other. But then when you get to, you know, some supposed to be some of their best wrestlers go, oh, we'll see, this is all a joke and it's all fake and it's, if they want to be glow in the 80s where it was obviously fake mm. and, it, and it didn't look like real wrestling, then do that the whole time. But don't I, I, give I, I, me. I give you that. Yeah. If, if one match, like the match obviously stands in its own, but if you're talking about the entire show, yeah, then yeah, I, I see your analogy. Like if the entire thing is run that like, or like, like pretty much everything in Chikara was that way. So like the entire the entire show was that way. So if you're giving that if you're giving me that the entire time, that's one thing. But if you're telling me, you know, this is serious and the next match, you know, there's a battle royale and there's a guy with no legs that's eliminating Sean Spears. Right. Uh, right. So and here's the thing. If you want to maybe there is a place if you're wanting to go and go, this is all comedy, this is all silliness, this is all gaga. Mm-hmm. And you can do that on a show. However, and there's movies like that. Now, use martial arts movies. You, you know, there's some martial arts movies that are very brutal, and they practice and they diligent. They make sure it looks real. And then you have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I was gonna say Kung Fu Hustle is more because that's comedic. Well, no, uh, no, I'm gonna go with, with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon because it wasn't because it wasn't comedic, but you knew the stuff they were doing was fake. Oh, it's fantasy, yes, because they're right. flying. Right. So, right, exactly. So I know a lot of people who like real martial arts movies, myself included, did not like that because you're sitting there, you're watching, you're trying to get into it, and then you go, oh, wait a minute, this guy's flying off a roof. Like, he's literally flying. He's running on air. I mean, that, and it's just like, okay, this is stupid. This is not what I signed up for. This isn't Bruce Lee. This isn't Chuck Norris. This isn't even Van Damme, you know. Oh, if you turned on a Chow Yun Fat movie and expected martial arts because he's a guy who's never trained, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, Chow Yun, Chow Yun Fat wasn't Chow Yun Fat at the time. Yeah, he was. He, I'm saying he wasn't as big of a star as he would become. Oh, well, yeah. People that, knew, everybody that, knew who he was. That made him a star in the United States, yeah. Yeah. But I was a Chow Yun Fat guy since uh, Hard Boiled. So, for me, I was a little different, but I, I get your point. I mean, at the same time, if you watch most Van Damme movies, 
expecting martial arts, you're not going to get it, but there are some. Um, I don't know anyone who doesn't like blood sport. And if you don't like blood, blood sport, it's great. Yeah, what's wrong what's with wrong you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, great. Uh, the quest was good, I thought. Um, <laughs> okay. It had uh, moments. Because the quest was like, um, was like um, an, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an uncivilized Kumite. Right. I mean, um, if, most people like most people like kickbox, kickboxer, um, and most people like blood sport. As those are his two biggest, in my opinion. Yeah, kickboxer is okay to me. It's uh, I, I actually liked him better once Sasha Mitchell was part of him. What? Yeah, uh, that's a whole okay. I mean, for me, <laughs> when yeah, I, you're talking when, about kickboxer too clearly because the rest of them were hot garbage. When I mean, here's the thing. Sasha Mitchell is more of a legitimate martial artist that's than true. Van Damme is. And that's why, and people, my friends, people in the martial arts community I was in, all liked Sasha Mitchell better because he was a, a guy who could legitimately kick your head off while yeah. Van Damme was a really good dancer. Robert Conrad, you know who that is? Yes. He's had the best quote about Van Damme. He says, I wouldn't fight Van Damme. He's not a fighter. He's a dancer. But if we ever dance together, I'll let him lead. Hey, he was in, after seeing him in uh, in Breaking Two. Um, he ain't a good dancer either. Well, he never said he was a good dancer. He said Van Damme was a good dancer. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, Van oh. Damme. You didn't see him in Breaking Two? No, I didn't see Breaking One or Breaking Two. Oh no, well, I'm no, gonna, no, I'm, no, no electric I'm, boogaloo for me. <laughs> Well, I'm going to send you the clip of Van Damme and Breaking Two. It's worse than him dancing in Kickboxer. Well, I didn't think he was a break dancer. I thought he was a ballet dancer. He was a ballet. He was a ballet dancer. He's a great ballet dancer. Yes, everything else is hell. He's horrible. But is that your ballet? Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah. That was that was terrible. Mm. Uh, all right. So last person. He's judging my ballet while I'm sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I can plie sitting down, so you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want to see a Mataroonie. That's what I want to see. A magic Rooney. Oh, Lord. Hold on, hold on. Let me lean over to, to, the, to the wife real quick. He said that he wants to see a magic Rooney. Yes. I don't know if you could do it now, and if you could, you couldn't get back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your but, wife sold you out. But, your wife sold you out. But uh, how was it? Thank you. Yeah. So I, I used to actually um, going way off topic. I did it uh, when I was playing college ball and uh, I did as a protest against my coach who wasn't giving me pretty much any playing time at the time. So uh, after I got in the game and we won <laughs> and I went to center court and I did the spinner Rooney <laughs> to a great fanfare. Yeah, that's not wrestling related, though. Excuse me. Might want to edit that out. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe if I lose some more weight, I'll do it again. But uh, that hasn't been seen since uh, probably <laughs> 2008 yeah. at the latest. We need, yeah, we need to get franchise do a franchise Rooney. Oh, please. That'll, that'll never happen. Just like Taker wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. that, that ain't happening. Yeah. 
All right, so last person, as we've made the serious topic very non-serious at all, uh, <laughs> um, uh, David Starr, since it all kind of blew up in the British Isles, mm -hmm. David Starr, uh, formerly of Beyond Wrestling, uh, a company he co-founded, was the recipient of several accusations and was cut from that promotion. How is this going to impact British wrestling as a lot of people, in, including NXT, you know, UK workers well, were, were listed here? Well, Travis. yeah, like you said, it started with the UK and there were a lot of people mentioned and there were people that we didn't mention that I would consider bigger names than David Starr, Dave Lagana for one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, Lagana was, has had his hand in a lot of different pies over the years. Um, no pun intended. Um, he, um, <clears throat> he, you know, and so when you have someone who's been in WWE and NWA and every kind of other place he's been, and you have people going, this is what he did, you know, in graphic details, then you i mean that's huge i mean matt riddle had just gotten a push on smackdown and his name gets brought up and he's brings in copies of court documents and things like that and <clears throat> i think it's too early to see what the impact will be although i don't think it'll end up being what it should be okay um, you know uh the current WWE cruiserweight champion also is was accused in this and yes. And his picture still up on WWE.com as the cruiserweight champion. I kind of thought they would just try to forget about him at that point, but uh, uh, and use uh, somebody else, uh, King Cuerno, whatever I forget what his name is, name with, is. In, in WWE is now. But I thought they would uh, go with him and just act like Jordan Devlin never existed. But, right. So yeah, so this is uh, this is obviously a a delicate situation that who knows how long it's going to be till we get you know some actual resolution if 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 ever yeah with a lot of these we don't know how many of these are going to go to uh, actual criminal you know cases and such uh, or charges really pressed at all so to not end on a bad note going uh. Going back, I'm going to ask you to do a little fancy book booking here. And I thought, again, we really haven't done many women's matches fantasy wise. So, my challenge for you is to book a match of uh, Wendy Richter versus a current women's performer. I'm trying to think. Wendy wasn't always the best hand in the ring. Um, she was more fluff than substance. So I am going to say we take uh, need to put her in the ring with a good worker. Does it have to be a WWE woman? No. Okay. Um, just to get the best match, I'm going to say Wendy Richter versus Natty. Okay. Yeah. I'll be a, a blonde bombshell 
let let Natty call the match as the heel and work heel to her. I think Wendy was faced throughout her entire run, so. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm. And of course, since Natty's not the top top girl, uh, or at least not used that way, even though she might be the best really they have. Right. Um, she um, will say that Wendy goes over. Yeah. Small and package. Small package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Vince isn't putting Natty over for anything, unfortunately. No. Although him putting, uh, although her going over Naomi for the SmackDown Women's Championship is one of my big markout moments in wrestling. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't watched for a while, and I started watching again, and that happened like two weeks after I started watching again, and I was I was surprised. It it surprised me, but it made me happy. Uh, also, the way she bridged back on that sharpshooter looked like she was legitimately breaking her in half. She's, you know, I, I, they don't, they, they don't, they misuse her so much. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that small heel run where she was clamping the sharpshooter down and just really working it on everybody. And like, hey, you know, there's a, there's more, there's other submission specialists out here too. You know, like. The to me, my one drawback is that she puts the sharpshooter on the wrong way, and and that bugs me. You know, she's the niece of Brett Owen, and she's still putting the move on the wrong way. And I remember, you know, there have been several times over the years where Brett said to people, "If you want to use the sharpshooter, I'll show you how to do it the right way," critiquing the way they were doing it. And I want to be like, "Have you seen how your niece is doing it?" Well, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't have a have much of a problem with it. You know, I mean, every, 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 everybody's better than, than the rock putting on the shark. See, I kind of like the way he did it. Once he started crossing the, the, the wrong ankle over and would double underhook it. Yeah. He, uh, that, that I, I've actually been put in that and put people in that. And it, sometimes that can hurt worse than the regular sharpshooter once it, but it was all about crossing over the left leg instead of the right leg, having it on top. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's, I'm going to close it because we'll, we'll treat, um, do privets more as like a bonus. Privets needs to be let in. Yeah, we're 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 gonna close, we're gonna close and then we'll, we'll add hit because we'll do this other part like a like a bonus. <clears throat> Which he and I both only have thirty one minutes, so that should be interesting. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. So okay. Well, thank. Well, Jeeks, that is it for this episode of Breaking Ring. Uh, so, Cheeks, that is it for this episode of Breaking Ring Rust. I'm your host, Rocky Mr. Magic. He is the Cold Heart JT. We want to thank you always for listening. And remember that we could not do this without you, Cheeks, supporting us. We appreciate the subscriptions, the rates, the reviews on your podcasting apps of choice. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. And if you can't find us, let us know at jeeknation at gmail.com or message us on Facebook or Twitter at jeeknation. And until next time, 
Get yourself over, Marks. 